Let me see. What's this guy say? Nothing. Yeah, the, see this one I don't get into when they go to be fully accepting of what is in every moment eliminates fear and anxiety, expectation and desire. This is the natural way to see all things right. See, but most people, the way they're set up in language, they feel like that's an order, so to speak, you know? All right, I have to be fully accepting of what is in every moment, and then you're going to be judged as uh, a failure, yes? Because how can anyone be completely accepting? I mean, anyone can be completely accepting of every moment. It could only be the every moment that's fully accepting of the ever moment. Yeah, it can't be a person. Person made up of division and comparing and judging and shit like that. Yeah, so this is what I always had trouble with. With uh, you would read a statement out of recovery book, yes, which was, and the statement was based on after doing a lot of the program, this would be a result But the way you would read it, or my head would read it would be like an order, you know, and it was uh, cease fighting everyone and everything. <laughs> yeah, another failure. <laughs> How am I going to pull that off? Cease fighting everyone. No, but it was an effect of something else changing. Yes. So the same thing here. To admit that you as what you're not can never be fully accepting of every moment. Yeah, we're more of a, a denial of every moment. Yeah, we think the moment should be better. Yeah, or we compare it to another moment. We don't, but the act, the apparatus. So this whole idea of uh, is more an admittance of or fully accepting that I, as one I'm not, can never accept every fucking moment. It's just that simple. That begins an acceptance of every moment, is to, is to admit the failure of the system because it's not uh, because things don't work. It's because the system is engaged with them. This idea of being a Paul, and, and obviously Paul is driven by the idea that it could be different. So it's looking at a moment, not as the every moment as, is there a better moment, you know, or was there a worse moment? And so I feel really great. I'm not in that worst moment anymore, but that's not an acceptance of every moment. It's sort of like measuring every moment based on a failed system. Yeah, I don't see any relief there. And I don't see, I haven't met, uh, many super people, super men or super women. On certain level, you can see them for an hour or two. They may seem super. But if you go to the bathroom, after they go to the bathroom, it stinks just like everyone else. Yeah, and they're driving and they get fucking pissed off. Yeah, and shit like that. You know, supposedly Nizagadada was always anxious when his driver, like Ramesh, was driving him. He was anxious about not getting there on time. Well, who was there to be anxious? Obviously not Nizagadada, but the action figure was concerned. Yeah, I don't see how you're gonna. So I think the clarity, yeah, it's like, to me, I love things like this, but it would be nice if there was a warning, sort of like a, on a cigarette pack that, hey, 
if read in a certain way, this could be hazardous to your spiritual health, really. <laughs> because it's going to turn it into something that the body is going to hope to arrive at. Yeah, which is the whole point. The body can never arrive at. That's the relief. Yeah. The relief is you can't do it. It's great. It's incredible. So much, you cannot believe how much tension and stress is based on you've got to do it, you should do it, and then you can't do it as if it's something wrong in you or you failed or morally, you know, a good, a good version of you could have done it, but because you're a bad version, you know, all this mental minutiae gets triggered. But the whole point is it can't do it. It's a failed system. What can a system show you, a failed system show you it's failed? How many times does it need to show you it's failed till you get it? Yeah. I mean, thousands, hundred thousands, it's okay. It's failure is gonna keep repeating itself, but it would be nice to get off the bus, you know, like maybe the second or third local stop, not the fucking, you know, when you get to the Yucatan. You know, just get off now and get on with today, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of relief. It's not relief for Paul, but it's from Paul. The whole idea of Paul is a ball of unrelief, isn't it? Because obviously the ruler of time can compare an okayness now and then a minute later it's unokay with the same judge sitting in the same point point of authority just passing a completely different verdict on your ass from minute to minute <laughs> it's insane there's nothing to rely on there you know you work really hard you know they're doing it now you know a lot of retreats when i was going the last ones there's a very nice place here in Marin uh, called Spirit Rock. I went there and we used to call it the upper middle way. It was very nice, <laughs> great food, really nice lodging, eagle court, bathtubs. I mean, you didn't want to leave for the fucking food in the board. It was nicer than where I was living. So, <laughs> so you know, you can actually take away a lot of the aggravating, if you, you know, conditions of your daily life, like phone calls, texts, maybe getting food without you having to make it. Yeah, maybe having a, an advisor there all every day to talk to about your self-centeredness and how extremely, <laughs> whatever. And so it can produce an effect, but not a not a lasting effect, yeah? Because if it did, there wouldn't be six month retreats, yeah? It would just be okay, you go on a retreat, you get whacked, and maybe hopefully it will last for a year or so. And then you go, okay, I think I need to go on a little retreat again. Not like this, you know, one day and then the next weekend, the whole weekend, and then three weeks later, a month, and then three months, and then, taking a vow <laughs> like that. I mean, it's cool, but I don't think most of us are built for that. I think we want to get out of something that we're not in. And a lot of the activity of getting out of it usually ends up into a spiritual pursuit after drugs or like the way of life of corporate world or kids and shit usually end up, all right, 
this is not my first choice, like the house left, last house on the block, but okay, I'm gonna start practicing some shit. And yeah, but it's the spirituality is based on the framing of being a body. Yeah, you can see it by the language. What goes on a path, but a body, yeah? What's walking the path, but a body? Does the spirit walk? You could probably jump or fly over it, you know, skip and shit. But the idea of a path implies it's being framed as a body, yeah? Seriously, and that you are somewhere and you're gonna use the path to get to somewhere else. That assumption isn't, is what non-duality sort of questions. That assumption that, oh, you're in a real place. It may not be nice, but it needs a lot of renovation. But we're not going to mess with the foundation. We're just going to change, put some windows in different places, you know, and give it a nice paint job. And yet you'll be fine. You'll be good to go. But what we're questioning is the premise of where the path is started from. I'm not, we're not questioning the goal of the path. Because I think the goal of the path is where the path starts from, really. It just puts a lot of time and space in between. But it's the idea of you taking the place of where you actually are is what promotes this idea that there's going to be a path that I take to get somewhere else. Yeah. And as I'm on the path, the, the experience of the path will be translated as a body, so to speak. I'm gonna to try to get to the mountain of joy. Who fucking climbs the mountain of joy? Body, yeah. Spirit, uh, where is, I don't see the spirits taking the stairs. I don't think spirit, you know, waits for the elevator. Yeah, so the language is reinforcing this idea. And yet it's not the goal or the practices. They're sound as hell. If you want a better, nervous system and feel a little equanimity and feel like healthier and more calm, fucking go with it. I mean, they have incredible mechanisms to produce effects on the action figure, better than medicine a lot of the time, yeah? But to believe that you're somewhere and you're gonna, gonna get on t- into a vehicle and then that vehicle is gonna take this without changing this that much to the goal and then the goal is going to be had by this. I don't believe that premise. It doesn't make any sense. I think it's not like you're on the wrong ride. You're the ride. Yeah. This is the ride. It's not like, oh, this is fine or whatever. It's just got to get on. I don't believe that. I don't see it. Well, that's why I'm here in a, an ammonia-rich environment in, in Marin City. Yeah. Because, because obviously, I don't know, maybe it is attractive to the up the middle way, but this, there is no way in this, yeah? Really. The way is just to sit in here and then let it, you know, you don't even let it, it just starts cooking inside and you start getting some effects and you come to some kind of understanding, maybe begrudgingly, yeah? The understanding I came to was I'm not going to get it. Now, if I was looking at that message from this, that would have really pissed me off. But I was looking at it not from this. And it was part of seeing the futility of trying to use what you are as what you're not to find what you are 
yeah, was a hallelujah. I was freaking completely relieved. Jesus, I'm not going to get it. Pressure is off, yeah. And then another, so many, and once the one thing tumbles, the whole edifice drops because it's held. You think it may be a solid, long-lasting, independent thing. It isn't really. Yeah, we're made up of ideas and whatever. And then one falls, and then it triggers other falling, and you basically are, are, are left with what you really are, which is empty of all these other things. Yeah, I don't see yourself as anything. The only way I can get a sense of what I am is by seeing what I'm not. I, it's the only way this, this programmed uh, location can get something is through comparing, yes? So in a way, negation is the great comparing. So you hear about descriptions of all that we take to be so with the premise that it's not. And so now you have negation to compare. So there's nothing that you can compare it with. It just negates that. And then there's a sense of what's already here. Yeah. And when you get the sense of what's always already here, it's not a real surprise. It's like it's always been here. Yeah. That was the recognition that happened with me. When I started to get some free samples, it wasn't like I was transported to the spiritual Willy Wonka chocolate factory. No, it was right where I am. And it told me I, it's always been this way. In other words, all that I believed to be so that was adding distance and time and shit wasn't. It was like one fell swoop because all you did is have the swoop of the sword. There was nothing to cut down. Yeah, there was just a swoop. So you, it was an empty. And then you realize, wow, yeah, nothing ever really happened. A lot's happening for sure. I do not believe there's any noun called a dream. I believe there's a verb called dreaming for sure. Yeah. I think I'm in a hallucination quite a lot as the action figure. The other day, like yesterday, I was looking on something on the thing and then the, the little, uh, there were songs to, together and then my head just saw it bifocally and I just enjoyed it. I didn't try to research your service. Wow. It was, I have one row of thoughts, then I saw the same row as the two. It's just like, oh, you know, sat there doing this, and I went back, yeah. I mean, we're in hallucination all day. If something was real, it would impose its reality on us. We give everything all the meaning it has, as the Course of Miracles says on page nine, lesson two. You and I give everything. It's not you and I gave everything or you and I will give everything. It's a present tense activity. You and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. It's not a past condition that somehow, oh, we left that a long time ago. It's the fucking authorities are giving the meaning to everything, whatever. No, it's a present tense state. You and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. Now the UNI may not represent this because this has also been given a meaning. It may represent mind, but when mind gives meaning and it gives meaning through this, a lot of the meaning is defined by this. Yeah? It's almost as if you're gonna see light through a lens and then it's going to appear different than the light that was seen through the lens, yeah? The light will see, look differently through the, the, the miracle of a lens. 
Well, we're in a lens of self-centeredness, of, of a picturing, a dreaming to be real, and that the emptiness of things is completely foreign, maybe mystical, wapadapa, but the real thing is there seems to be tons of space I can't account for, and things are appearing. And the things are <laughs> the essential reality, and this whole space seems very inefficient, but this huge space of emptiness has nothing going on there. Really. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it, this is boring as hell until my friend comes in. Oh, now, now life has been engaged with <laughs> a thing dancing with things and thoughts of things, yeah, for sure. Thoughts of things on a very, my, not my small level, but they're things and then, we as what we're not dance with those things and the dancing with those things called thoughts implies that we're a thinker. And then suddenly the whole thing gets translated, I'm a thinker. And then how do you picture yourself as a thinker? Well, as a thing, yeah. And then bam, oh, there you go. Who, what could fool reality? And this don't believe me because this is just riffing, I don't care how it happens, really. but if what could fool reality must be reality, what else could fool it, yeah? If an illusion could fool reality, then it mustn't be that fucking high-grade reality. <laughs> you know, dime store illusion could fool it. I believe the reality must be dreaming. Yeah, yeah, it's dreaming this, this thing, yeah? And for this whole idea of, you know, going to war against it and shit like that, I don't believe works. I think the recognition of what's happening here is much more disarming, yeah? There's a disarming because when agitation begets agitation, it's, there's more agitation. So we can't play the role of the agitation. We have to play the role of something other and not get agitated with the agitation. And then you can see through the agitation, yes? Because your stillness and both, your movement and no movement. So you can recognize movement from the no movement, yeah? I feel. And now, so I start seeing uh, the manufacture of a historical figure through the, through the mechanism of time. That's what it does. So it claims something now to imply there's a you and the you it implies is taken to be historical. So in a second, you have 60 years of history. Just pops it right up, yeah? And so who's gonna fucking argue with that? Especially when you take yourself to be the historical figure. It's sort of like people telling me how impossible for them to entertain that there isn't a body because they're entertaining it from an identification as a body. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. The identification as a body is gonna see it as completely impossible to ever get, get out of the body, yes? But if you're not a body and you're not actually in one, then there would be no impossibility of getting out. The impossibility would be trying to get out because you're not in, yeah? The true possibility is I'm not even in what I'm trying to get out of. Hey, that's fucking life-saving and time-saving. Yeah. So that's why I like the way I liked uh, negation. And when I hit it through uh, Wei Wu Wei, really liked that guy. 
because he explained it to me where I could, I got a little bite and then the whole like years of dinners were imagined, yes? He used to go off on this very conceptual in a lot of ways. It's not, it's difficult to present him in a talk because it's, it's too much fluff, but he would go into triple negation. Yeah, so like the Buddha said, you know, there's no existence, nor non-existent, nor one who exists or non-exists. So be a triple negating. <laughs> so just in case the double negation doesn't work, if you laugh, whack, the triple negation, and then you're left with what? Nothing, everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm a believer in that. I am. That's why the talks have never changed. Because they're all about that. They're all about seeing what you're not from what you are. And then, and then just see if this is a true description of most of your life. Are you seeing, are you using what you are as what you're not to look for what you are? Just see if it lands. If it lands, there you go. You're a prime, prime customer for non-duality. Seriously, who's going to be interested in non-duality? Who? What, what, what tragic, uh, heroic, spectacle uh, figure is going to be interested in nothing? <laughs> it does, it's not an attractive. I've seen it here over the years. People come and go, and you can categorize some of the modalities of spirituality. Some of them are experiential spirit. You know, they're into experiential spiritual. So if they come here, something triggers something on them, but there's not enough, there's not enough uh, pomp and ceremony. There's not enough gala. It's all right. So there's a loss of interest. The head just loses interest in nothing. Yeah. But the whole point is maybe if you could see the head losing in, in nothing and see you're not the head, that would be something. Yeah. But it's not something that you can trigger. You can see it getting triggered or not, but you can't trigger it. All you can do is put out the information, the invitation, hopefully sitting there with some certainty as you deliver it. And then basically you've done your job. Yeah, but it is about almost like a spiritual shoe store. You're meant to see how it fits. This isn't fucking the theoretical. It isn't like, oh, all right. He's saying at one time, way in the past, I gave everything on the note. Giving now, 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 yes, now. What we're not has to constantly be implied as what it is now. Yeah, it can handle a few gaps, but if the gaps get longer, it's going to be its whole storyline. The emperor will be seen with no clothes. So it can handle peak experiences, moments, shit like that. Yeah, but if it continues, yeah, it's going to be exposed yeah. as what? The skin of the snake is going to be exposed as the skin of the snake, not the snake. Yeah. And the whole worrying the skin is doing about its own survival is being presented as the snake's survival. It's not the snake's survival. The snake will do great when the skin falls off. <laughs> but the skin's whole story is based on being the snake. So which one is needed for the other? The snake doesn't need a new pair, a new uh, layer of skin would be fucking great for the snake. Yeah, it would attract more females and travel lighter. Yeah, it would be a win-win. 
but from the skin basing its whole story of being the snake based on the skin stain, it's Armageddon, yes. And this is what most people confront when they come to satsangs. There's a point where the message has gotten too close and then the, the alarms go off and then the skin sets off, you know, sends its, you know, the fire department to put out the imaginary fire of knowledge. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, uh, let's go to the upper middle way. <laughs> I can handle that. Anything with way or path or process, I'm all in. Anything that presents me being what I am now, but in the process of becoming what I truly am, sign me up. <laughs> but if the message is, is you are that which you would love to become right now, then you see that rubs the system in a certain way that it gets irritated and you can actually recognize its effects. Yeah, it's pretty good because most messages don't do that. They don't. Most messages fit very nicely into the male slot of the mental body configuration. It don't. Yeah, maybe a minor, oh, let's open it a half an inch. This is a different message, it does. Yeah. It confronts the whole idea of the door and the mail slot. And is this your home? Is this your beautiful wife? And all like that, yes. You'll hear the talking head song come up. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, I just love it really, because I'll tell you, Relief can stabilize, it can. Relief as you can't, but relief can. Relief can stabilize concerning you, but not as you, yeah? When you see the you as not you, the relief from that can stabilize because in fact, it's not you. <laughs> it's not like something, oh, we gotta be grudgingly make it not you. No, it's not you. So the effects can immediately, they have a strong foundation. It's already there. It's not like you have to build a foundation. It's there. The false floor dropped. There's no need to build a new floor because it was, it was, it was papered over the foundation of the real floor. Yeah. Well, not floor, F-L-A-W, F-L-O-R in this example. So by seeing that, uh, yeah. You're relieved of the bondage yourself, maybe for years now. What more do you want, really? It's seemingly, if you're breathing here and the body continues, you're gonna be uh, in the experience of a body experience, yeah? Because that's what it is. The body isn't a long lasting, independent, separate thing. It facilitates an experience, yeah? maybe 80 years, 90 years, chock full of experiences, yeah? But it ends. It seemingly wasn't here, and now it is, and it won't be here again, yeah? So this idea is the absence of you being that is already available at all times, and it's the most reliable. And so if the relief is based on that, the relief can stabilize, yeah? The target of the relief isn't that. You're not being relieved of what you are. You're being relieved of what you're not. That's the target. But the basis of the relief is what you are. And being what you are at all times, therefore the relief is there. <laughs>
Now you may start become a specialist in nitpicking and wanting to have incredibly super tight tailored uh, reliefs. But if you look at your life, you will realize you're traveling lighter on a basic scale all the time. What more do you freaking want through this little amusement park, really? If you think you're, there's a super ride that you become the chariot of the gods to heaven, that's, I don't believe that. I believe you're here. And a lot of times, most people's spirituality is trying to deny this. It's trying to avoid this. Yeah. Most people have a story of what they're moving towards, but really it's what they're moving away from that's the dominant drive. And mostly people are moving away from discomfort in their own where they are because of an overactive head that's playing God, really. Yeah. And they've tied to it. They've sent alms to it. They listen to it. They try to do what it tells them to do. And it's like a slavery. And so they want relief. And when things fail, like drug addiction and shit like that, maybe spirituality will be the last one they try. But the same, the basis is still the same. You're identified as what you're not. And the, the looking, the emphasis is still the same. I want to get out of me. Yeah. If I take, if it takes 12 hours of meditating, uh, it doesn't cost me 500 bucks. I don't have to kiss the dealer's ass. Hey, that sounds like an improvement. So I'm going to meditate a lot to try to get out of self, really. But I want to be there to enjoy the fruits of the meditation. Yeah. I'm not going to practice and not get anything out of it. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I'm on the lookout to watch the results. That's why there aren't any real lasting results. Yeah. You hear the party's great. You get there. It sucks. That's why it works. So this is, uh, I just love it. I love this message. Really. You know, and I didn't know how solid it was, but I've been relying on it for years now. Yeah, it seems pretty solid at this point. Yeah, I haven't had any, uh, you know, let's say I find a beautiful leather jacket. That's usually not enough. Maybe a few months later, I'm looking for a better leather jacket. Yeah, and then thinking, oh, this is the one. There's no better leather jacket, but give me a few months. There's a better leather jacket. I'll find something else. This tends to be something like, oh, there's an almond cheesecake. Let's get a double almond cheesecake, whatever, yeah? But with this, that hasn't happened, never happened, yeah? This was the last answer. It was like the final leather jacket, <laughs> the last answer. And uh, it took any need for any other answers away, which is awesome. I don't usually run into that in this life, yeah? I don't really feel a lot of what are called solutions really are solutions. They tend to ask and demand a lot of maintenance. Yeah. So I don't see them as solutions. This to me is a solution because it's mostly, it's completely aligned with the demonstration of consciousness in my own experience, which is this idea of being awake seems to have no thought or effort involved in it. Yeah. I may have had a terrible dream, I wake up. I may have had a great dream, I wake up, yeah? I wake up in, in Staten Island, I'm not that happy about it. I wake up in Marin or in my yard, Whoa, but the, the wake up is the same, yeah? It seems that it doesn't sort of blink close when it's in Newark, New Jersey, it's just the wake, 
awake, awake. I don't see why you would believe thought and effort would bring you to that which demonstrates no thought or effort. I really don't. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't. I don't see that. So I think all the thought and effort that we ever needed to expend to realize certain things are failed, I think all of us have completed that mission. Let's get on with the, uh, the next, next aspect of that, which is a disarming, uh, an idea of being in, being in relief now, not basing your drive on a past relief and a hope for a future relief, but being relieved now of this mental bondage of self, yeah, which is exactly a perfect description of, yeah. I'm bound to this idea of self, yeah, through the act of being identified as it. You do not have to become identified as what you are. You are that. All you need to do is see there's an act of being identified as what you're not. It's not about, oh, identification is the key. I got to stop identifying with this. And I did. No, it's not. It's a recognition you're not identified as that, and there's no need to start identifying with the truth. You are the truth, yes? Why would you put another fucking straw man between you and it? Because I need to be prepared. No, you won't be prepared. You're never going to be prepared. It's, it comes like the thief in the night, yeah? You are not going to be in what you call a suitable condition to meet this because it's already here. It's not coming. You're not getting wedded to it. It's here now. And obviously all the conditions that you find problems with that go on in here and out here that you think are sufficient enough to stop me to be available to that which is, isn't. It's not true. And I've experienced it with this seed assignment of sharing. Sharing has been happening for 30 years. A lot of those times I did some nasty shit maybe an hour before the mess meeting. Not like today, but literally not nasty, but I'm not gonna go into details, let's see. And my head would say, well, you can't be given a talk today. Obviously, look at what you fucking did a couple hours ago. You weren't nice to that lady, whatever. <laughs> but if I showed up and I sat here, things came through every time. Sick as a dog came through, feeling physically great came through, did something really shitty to someone came through, was a saint for at least three days, came through. <laughs> Actually, it usually came through with more power when I thought I was bad, really. <laughs> I guess it was trying to get something through to me. But yeah, for 30 years I've witnessed this. Yeah, amazing, 30 years. So very early on, I realized, hey, uh, it's not waiting for me to get ready. <laughs> you know, it's sort of taking me, I'm the problem in a way. I feel like I need to have 30 requirements to be okay. And then I need some time, you know, get myself looking better to receive this. It's too late. It's here now. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Your uh, concerns aren't its concerns. Your requirements aren't its requirements. Your allegiance to time isn't its allegiance, yeah? Your having to be ready and prepared isn't its readiness and preparation, yeah? And I find mostly what people are still following is the, that which is playing God in their head. Their head is talking to them as if it's God, yeah? 
Thus, it's not going to stop, but you can. You can see it's not you. Now you can. Yeah. Why do you think the thoughts aren't being displayed on your forehead for others? Yeah. It seems like the thoughts are playing in a certain theater. Let's say it's yours or Paul's. And you're the audience. Not as Paul. This is the theater. But you, as what we are, are the audience that this whole narration is playing to. Yeah. We, I see it like in recovery, you know, you're sober from, and you, you have a history of being a real addict, which is if you drink, you're probably going to keep drinking, yeah? And you don't know what's going to happen if you start imbibing again or using drugs. So the head spends a lot of time trying to convince you to drink, yeah? Who's it talking to in there? It's not trying to convince other people to drink. It's trying to talk you or whatever. It's talking this way to some vast audience, but you may think it's you, which means you've already listened to it. But let's say it's a vast audience and it's playing to you. It wants to lead you to a fuck it. Once you say fuck it, it gives you a suggestion. Oh, let's just get a drink. Yeah. And there you go. Then it's off and running. And now uh, it's going to be less... It's still possible, but the traveling lighter is going to be a little more difficult because the henna tattoos will be ink tattoos now, yeah? You may fuck up one night and end up in jail for five years. Yeah? You may, the last time I spoke at jail, not being a, in jail, you know, a visitor, I spoke at this big yearly thing they have in San Quentin, and three people spoke before me, and they were all convicts, and each one of them was... Uh, was in San Quentin for vehicular manslaughter because they drank and they killed someone while driving. Yeah. And some of them didn't even know, they didn't even remember what happened because they were in a blackout from the drink. And now they're in San Quentin for 12 to 15 years. Jeez, yeah. So how are you going to not listen to that which is talking to you as you? seeing it not as you, yeah? You'll hear the narrative, but you won't listen to it. It's not gonna compel an action, yeah? It's not gonna, it's not gonna lead you to step on the fly paper. Because once you step on the fly paper, your next move is gonna restuck you on the fly paper and you may get stuck for a while, yeah? The freedom from the bondage of self is not that you get out of jail for a 30-day sentence in 15 days is that you don't go to jail. You don't do the thing that got you yeah, arrested. Yes. It saves you from the whole trial and tribulations because like I may think I don't like my girlfriend or I hate her, which I don't, but I imagine nothing seems to really happen unless I go, I hate you. <laughs> as long as it comes out, it can produce some fucking lasting effects, yeah? So basically, uh, <laughs> as the thinker of the thoughts, you're not gonna build an immunity to the thoughts. Seeing that you're not the thinker and they're not your thoughts builds an immunity. I mean, seeing that, like feeling it, not intellectually seeing it, seeing it, like feeling it, that, they're not your thoughts and you're not the thinker, there'll be a loss of interest in the thoughts and therefore their influence will be lost because it's not their influence, it's yours. 
your influence is going into the thoughts over the bridge of my, yeah? So why not? Question the my, the thoughts don't get the influence that are not called yours and you can travel lighter than you. yeah? Yeah. So, and on that note, we'll now sail off into a very tranquil uh, trip to the coffee shop, uh, knowing full well we've all done our job well today. Yes? <laughs> Let's not beat a dead horse. Let's move on. Move on. Don't let the consumer, consumer society convince you to consume tons of ideas. All you need is a few ideas. All you need is an invitation. You don't need a dissertation. You need an invitation. Yeah, you're at the dinner already. So it seems crazy that you still need an invitation, but you need an invitation that you're at the dinner. <laughs> Having thousands of thoughts about the dinner and the meal and shit like that is unnecessary if you're eating it. Yeah, you don't need a lot of ideas. You'll have your own ideas because you'll get regurgitated and then get spit out and they're intimate with you now. Yeah. When you hear the Buddhism 101, which is everything is inherently empty, you'll have a feeling of that. You'll have a feeling of that's why you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has, because what we're giving meaning to is nothing. Because if it was real, it would give a meaning to us, yes. But because it's empty of what? Of reality, we give it meaning. What's that? What's that but dreaming? What is that but dreaming? If you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has, that means there's no real meaning anywhere. It's how could you? It's, I had the experience when, uh, you know, I got run over by this car twice. That was the second part was bad. I, I was willing to take the first part. The second, getting run over again was, that was a little, I thought it was overdoing it. But I was in a very heavy duty, uh, part of the hospital it was a teaching hospital, very severe bone damage forever. Like it was about nine people there, most of them from motorcycle accidents. Yeah. And so we all were there. And they, of course, when we were getting to leave at different times, they wanted us to stay in touch. So because there was some kind of, you know, we could relate with the damage or anything. And I, I would watch what happened to people. Some people, they were out alcoholics, they got sober. Some people were sober, they became alcoholics. The same thing this, this was, uh, there was completely different reactions to it based on the person, not on the damage, but on the person who thought they had the damage, yes? So mind gives meaning to things. Things do not give meaning to mind unless mind gives meaning to things to do that. Yes? There's a great statement in the course. It says, you and I, yeah, are dreaming this dream. We forget that we're dreaming. That sets up a whole new condition, right? How do I forget that I'm dreaming? Well, let's say being identified as the dreamt. Okay, so now this is represents, I forgot that I'm dreaming. <laughs> identified as the dreamt. Now, suddenly, identified as the dreamt, I'm giving everything I'm dreaming all the power to affect me. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes, sounds like everyone's day, eh? We're not clear about the dreaming. We're unclear because we're identified as the dreamt. In that condition, the dreamt is, is, the, is the fulcrum for meaning to be given to things as if they're real, and then they start having real effects on us. Yes, yeah. And then it's too late. When you start saying, there is no world, there's nothing happening here, and you're feeling everything, you miss the boat. That's, that's not negation, that's denial, yes? It's a mental way of trying to avoid something you can't avoid. It's just denying it. No, that's not, that, that's not the seeing of it. Yeah, the seeing of it is that, hey, I'm giving, I've given this meaning and given it the ability to affect me. Yeah? How's that going? Maybe not well. Makes me feel powerless, frustrated, shit like that. All right, well, do you want to go out to war with that or just go to the background? What's the, what's, producing that condition, an act of being identified as one I'm not, okay. How hard is it to realize that I'm not that? <laughs> it's the most easiest thing. It's not about you have to do something, it's about not doing something. Just see what, are you that, which you take yourself to be. If you're not, then the whole game is switched, yeah? Maybe now, you're not giving the same meaning to things and now they don't seem to have the same effects on you. Yes? That's called the observation of traveling lighter. Yeah? What you gave a lot of meaning to, that meaning not by you, that meaning has been withdrawn somewhat and now you're traveling lighter through shit that you used to not travel lighter through. There you go. You're on to something. If that was onto something meant you had to run uh, 50 miles a week, then fucking start money. But when, what this means is do nothing. <laughs> That's what it means. It's do nothing. All okay. right. Yeah. You'll be on a need to know basis. I'll tell you when you need to do something. Just be ready to do nothing. <laughs> How does that look? I don't know. Maybe just the way you're sitting right now. So you're sitting there and then I haven't been called to do much lately. It goes on and on. Has it forgotten me? Well, you know, I'll just keep on, keep on going. Yeah. You'll be put to good use. Remember Ramana Maharshi, when he used to try to share about, you see these people who are like sages, they don't look like they're doing anything, but they're doing, they're moving so fast, their mind, yeah, because it's freed from this slowdown of taking this place is real. You know how slow the mind has to get, has to drop a couple of gears to see things? You know how slow the revolution of the mind is to see things, to run into things here? So he was saying these people that you think are doing nothing are doing fucking the, the yeoman's work of everyone here. Their, their minds are so clear, clean, yeah, they're just, that guy's doing shit. He's not saving the world. Well, he may be exactly doing exactly that. Just seeing there is no world would be saving us from the world. But what, you know, these are just ideas that are thrown out there. For me, they hit, you know, they do. I see. There was a book by a guy, by a, it was from Hinayana Buddhism. I got it because of the title. It says, Lord Buddha explains, 
explains everything about the universe. <laughs> so, wow, that sounds good. Something like that. So I got the book and he would talk about speed in time and the quick, the mind is the fastest thing going at big M mind, usually speed. And then for things to start to appear in shit, it has to slow down. So we are like, we're putting like the Lamborghini, yeah, the Lamborghini's going 300 miles, then it gets into the Ford called Paul, it's gotta go down to six. <laughs> and now I see it as a Ford, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that possibility because this is only dreaming it's not true the mind is still and will always you know the revolution if you want to look at it as that image is not going to be for something to appear it seems to have to slow down for that appearance but it doesn't eh? that's the good news yeah all right so any questions here before we open it to this huge group there? Hello, everyone. Yes, there they are, good. We're here, they can hear us. Uh, anyone have a question here? Wow, yeah. So instead of referring to the, the body as a dreamer, we can equally say it's the fulcrum of the dreaming. Yeah, I would say it's the lens the dreaming goes through. Yeah, so you know, as it appears here, it appears there, and as it appears there, it appears here. Yeah, it's sort of self reinforcing. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing right or wrong with it, it's just good to know in a little bit, anyway. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, what's the greatest value of a savior? That it's going to fail because you don't need to be saved. Yeah, you don't need a savior because there's no one there to be saved. So what do saviors do? They seem to fail because that's their job. That's their seat assignment, to fail. Yeah, so that you get left with your own devices and then realize they're not your devices and come to a certain rest and peace now. Now on Saturday in Marin City, not now in next week's retreat, but that's fine. If you can't have it anywhere else, then use controlled situations for sure, because you gotta have a taste of something to really imagine it. Yeah, you gotta feel like, uh, you gotta get the sense of being out of self to realize how much seemingly you're in self. Yeah, you need those things, and if they, if they need to be done through a controlled mechanism, great. Just like people come here and they go, well, what do I, you know, do I need to meditate? I say, if you feel like you need to meditate, you better meditate. Yeah, because you're the gatekeeper in that case. You're the gatekeeper of the open gate. <laughs> the open gate's the fact, but you're the gatekeeper. You are. So if you really feel you need to do something and everything's holding on based on that, then fucking do it. It's not going to be forever, but if you thought, oh, I'm going to deny that, it doesn't work, yeah, because your head has it set up. You're going to lose, yeah? So I said, yeah, if you really feel like you need to do something, do it. But don't, <laughs> I don't feel like I need to do anything, so you don't have to sort well, if I got to do it, you got to do it. I'm, I'm not buying into that, yeah? Yeah. 
uh, Paul question. Um, getting back to uh, the wheel and the mind going around the wheel extremely fast and you know creates all kinds of havoc. Um, and of course, the uh, answer is uh, to do nothing and get off the wheel. How about the idea that uh, at the center of the wheel, there is a peace and silence and nothing is happening. And yet, at the spokes of it, outside of it, there are all kinds of crap going on very fast and events are happening, thoughts and everything. But at the center of the wheel, there is a stillness and there is a doing nothing and just, uh, just beingness, if you will. How um, is that the same as uh, uh, basically doing nothing? Uh, the, uh, the metaphor of it being the wheel and the center of the wheel as being fulcrum and just uh, observing uh, all that motion and uh, circling around. Is that the same thing as what you were talking about? Well, that's an experience, or not an experience, an expression of that. But what we're talking about is the uh, the identification of the one who's on the wheel and who's either in the, there or there and needs to move from there to there or, or I'm here I got to go there yeah we're we're talking about the noun in all that description and the I whatever works for people wheel outside fine but it's not a it's not a replacement for the intimacy of that sense of being in the center of the wheel and not being moved by all that. I'd much rather have that than a statement of it. Yeah, yeah, a feeling of it. And then any statement will do because you can, you'll fill that statement up with that sense, yeah. So there's tons of ways of saying it, yeah, yeah. But I don't see in that sense, uh, that center of the wheel, in a way is a companion piece to the extreme agitation. I see neither of that. Yeah, I don't think either of them is, is it in a sense, yeah. There's like a lot of chaos, no chaos, but then there's the absolute, which isn't no chaos or a lot of chaos, yeah, so. But anything that works, that's why I use the same terminology because that terminology worked when I was hearing this message. I don't read those books that I got those terminologies from. I remember them based on the avalanche they produce when they're said or I hear it, yeah? And so therefore, if no one else is gonna yodel and cause an avalanche, I'll use it myself. <laughs> Talks and just incites an avalanche of feeling. Not, you know, not more sense than a feeling, yeah? Of, uh, of a, you know, that understanding that uh, that passeth all understanding, that's, yeah. A lot of things we say are attempting to sort of initiate an understanding, but really what's all behind it is the vision of being in the center and then seeing the mental state attracted to the spokes, yeah, yeah. You're seeing, it's not one or the other, you're in the center and you see the mental activity is in the smoke spokes. Now, when you're identified as the mental activity, it's easy to assume that you're at the spokes and then you want to get back to the center, but you've never left the center. You're calling a mental activity you, 
because of the identification with the mental activities, yeah? So when there's chaos on the spokes and we think we're there, that's not true, yeah? Yes. The mental state says, oh, I was in the center, it was really great, and I got sucked here. No, yeah? That center is not just that one locale. The center is the center everywhere, yeah? There's not a center, and then there's a huge neighborhood of spokes chaos, and I got to get to the center. Like, you know, it's not like that. The center is always available at all times. Spokes, no spokes. Center, no center. Yeah. In a sense, uh, uh, a vital term, uh, meti meti, which is the same as a Buddhist term, this, uh, not this, you know, neither one of them are true. You know, triple negation, uh, just a simple dual negation, neti neti, sort of uh, in different language, uh, says the same thing as you're saying. It's neither the center, it's not neither. Yeah, certainly around. Yeah, so they just basically, it's like a mop up inventory. Right, right. You do the one, the two not used, knock each other out at the right. same time, but there's still the referee, it's got to go to. I got the third person in the ring, too. <laughs> but who knocks them out? No. It's just the knocking out. Yeah. So that, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I went, I went into a little bit because, you know, there's a lot of Mahayana in a lot of like the Heart Sutra and stuff. They go into triple negation. And uh, I think it was just to show off based on the primary double negation of Neti Neti that they got. They had a lot of time on their hands. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll throw another negation in there. Fucking negate this motherfucker. Three negations. Oh, there's seven negations. Okay. Well, there you go. Let's not get carried away with negation. One negation could do it. It's not so much the act of negation. It's the sense of what happens through the negation. The negation isn't the point, yes? You know, you're just negating something because there's a taking it to be real, yeah? After a while, those some things that needed to be negated are accepted because you see they're not real. You're not in a point of thinking they're real anymore, yeah? There's no need to negate, negate. Negating that then is getting a little bit like a non-dual Pharisee, so to speak. You know, you got the spirit, you got the letter of the law, but seven negations, but you've lost, you've lost the spirit of it. This is, you know, not that. I got bored after one negation. That's it. <laughs> oh no, another fucking negation. <laughs> just like everything else. You know, it just turned out there's 12 negations. I just read, what? I thought there was only seven. Get the, get the path clear. All right, let's go. You get away. We're not. No, no, no. What I'm here, this isn't a slick way to get somewhere. I have lost interest in getting anywhere. Seriously. Uh, some people keep responding to me as if I'm a spiritual person who's uh, trying to get to a sophisticated, subtle place. I'm not going, I don't care at all, you know? <laughs> I just don't. I mean, the last thing I ever wanted to do is to completely be in Marin City, but that's where I find myself. 
But since I was young, I've been trying to get out of me or this or that relentlessly. And uh, I guess it needed a large weight of failure to get something to occur, but it worked. It, it collapsed and it, I was convinced uh, of the futility of trying to, I don't really wanna, you know, yeah. It's so weird that if you're here and you're, you're wanting to get out of here so fast, it seems weird. <laughs> I don't want, let's get out of here. I know, maybe, maybe, you know. I like watching the flowers bloom, you know. Walk into a room with food getting cooked. It smells great, shit like that. Yeah, so. You want to a question? Yeah. So I don't really know what to say, but um, I was. Go home. Just, just along as close to you. Right, if you get this right, you get the, you get the third door. <laughs> so, refrigerator set. Right. <laughs> so my question was like, I don't even know if I have a question, but um, so I was like, so it has to do with my daughter who has the disease of addiction. And, uh, but you know, I, I'm an Al-Anon. I've been an Al-Anon for six, seven years now. Good. And um, had a sponsor. I don't have a sponsor right now, um, but been following the program and the twelve steps. Um, and basically, you know, uh, many years did a you know meditation and uh, following certain things. But lately, it's more like just silence. I'm not really doing the same things I used to do every day. It's like whatever comes up today, I don't know what's gonna come up. Uh, it may be a great day at work, maybe a great conversation with somebody on the phone. It may be where, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna be there today. Um, I get that part. I mean, I don't know if I get it or not, but okay, there's nothing. And then there's this body and I'm a mother and I see my daughter with the disease of addiction. And um, she's a beautiful person. She's a beautiful soul. Um, so loving inside. I see that part and I, I, I'm powerless. I can do nothing. And I, I'm, I didn't know I was going to come here crying or whatever, whatever this body is going through and the mind is going through. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to get rid of it or whatever. And, um, but I'm powerless over that. And, and I know in this lifetime, I'm just given the role as her mother. And it doesn't really matter that I want her to be a certain way. It's really not about that. It, it is her journey. I get it. I guess this is what I experience. Yeah. Well, the best thing you can do for her is be in good shape. That's what Alan allows you to do. Yeah.
in good shape is because you know the biological love is very strong and then to run into the powerlessness of real addiction where the love of the parent isn't sufficient enough to stop the, the addiction uh you know it's one of those experience under the assumption that we have power to be confronted that we don't in such a primary uh, relationship as a daughter or as a son to the mother or father is, is a big, big uh, lesson, yeah? And what they have, the people in Al-Anon have fought this at all and they realize the best way they can be of help to their daughter or son or partner is to be healthy themselves because the one disease of addiction emits like hooks to produce other diseases like codependency, enabling, and stuff like that. That's not good for anybody. Yeah, neither are the two. So not one's gonna get better because you're enabling. No, it actually fuels the dilemma. So if she's not able to take care of herself or be available for something, you are. So you have to do it for both of you, really. She's incapable of, of uh, receiving the love, let's say. Yeah. You can learn how to give love or stay in that love without enabling her. Yeah. So by your health, hopefully she can have an opportunity of getting healthy. And one of the th things I've observed over the years in recovery is most people who want, who want another person the most to be sober are the least they're gonna hear it from. Yeah, your daughter's probably gonna hear the message of sobriety from someone else and you. Just that's how I generally see it work out. Yeah, so. Five years and relapse. Yeah, it's not unusual. Yeah, but see, it can happen again. And remember, your head will be playing God concerning her and telling you it's never going to get better, and it can get better. Yeah, I've seen lots of miracles, and I myself was one compared to, because my case, no human power could get me sober. My mother the state, you know, authorities, me, nothing could, but something did, yes? So, yeah, and it was really happy for me because my, uh, my mother died two years, I've been sober two years when she died. That was great that uh, she got me, she got to see me sober because that's all she ever wanted was me to be happy. And at that point, there would be no happiness without sobriety. She, know, she knew that over the years so and uh i was happy that could happen yeah so yeah just stay with alan and uh share because these people have the same experience you have or having the same experience and there is strength in numbers there are here yeah and realize she has our power also your daughter like i feel if i looked if all that I, how it ended up was completely based on how it was, I'd be super happy how it was then. You know, if that was necessary for me to 
be the way I am now, fucking bring it on. Yes? Because most people, I would say all people that knew me truly did not believe. They believed the only way I was going to continue to stay alive was being institutionalized, for sure, for sure. And I had been institutionalized a lot. So, yeah. Um, remember, she has a, the powers available to her, too, and it's not over yet, honey. And, um, yeah, never... The sadness of a parent, sadness is an experience. Yeah, this isn't like getting out of all those experiences. It's being more available to them. Yeah. This is what it is. Because then this feeling that you're having about your daughter, you'll probably be put to use to have, to, to work with other people who have the same situation. You'll have empathy for their situation because you're living, yeah. This is how things happen here. Everything is put to good use, I feel. I swear, everything. So it can be put, it's gonna be put to use, no matter what, it can be put to good use. If there's a certain, uh, like we say in recovery, you know, perhaps the, the better way, perhaps there are, there's a better way. And what is that better way? Trusting something infinite rather than finite self. So basically, if you're in the gravitational pull of that trusting something infinite, I find everything has value from that, that view. When you're in, in the gravitational pull of self, you see almost no value in anything unless it means valuable to you. Yeah? So uh, what's going to change the, the, uh, the value of the, of the uh, Currency isn't the currency, it's where you're at. Yes, so yeah, I see everything has value. Everything that ever happened has been put to good use. So, and the same, your daughter may come through this and in a way you'll look back and you'll see that it, had it was necessary because my idea of if something was supposed to happen is it did. And if it wasn't supposed to happen, it didn't. So I can't, I'm not in argument with the past because I see there was something, you know, it, it happened seemingly. So we're supposed to go that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, this, this space is for all this, you know, share sadness, everything like that. Never be concerned, you know, just take this space, it's a very healthy space. Yeah. Yeah, so stick with Al-Anon, seriously. They, uh, they've been around 67 years dealing with the undealable, which is an addict and an alcoholic. Because at that point, the alcoholic or addict is taken over by a parasitical movement. They're not able to empathize. They don't, they're not seeing you as, love they see you as something to either attack or get something from it's just that vicious view of real addiction yeah yeah the other stuff's there but what's dominating the way that she's looking at things is the addiction i know i just had tons of people some people call me well it doesn't matter but yeah a lot of people run into this they have a 
child that's gone off the rails and they just don't know fucking what to do. And they're at wit's end. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been, uh, I've been available to many of those uh, conversations with people. So, all right, anyone else out there? Anybody want to raise their hand? If not, we can end soon. Coffee sounds good. You guys already drank coffee. You can drink more. Uh, that's one off. That's <laughs> Anyone? No, no one's been asking questions lately. We finally reached that. <laughs> we all got it. That's right, exactly. It took years, but then, what's a year? Nothing. I like that move. The Mahatmas. Give me some hand. Fly him away. Oh, all right, sure, yeah. We got carried away there. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Um, it seems like, you know, this uh, action figure is a gatekeeper, that's what, that's what you call it. That's what you call it. Uh, hey. Isn't what's, ha what's happening here uh, that you know, through, through these discussions, the action figure is, is, is being reprogrammed? Great. Right? Yeah. It may be, but that's not the primary point, but yeah. But uh, it, isn't that a way to like um, going through the through the action figure or, or making the line uh, realize that it's not cheap? It, yeah, it's beneficial for the action figure, but not the primary point of it. Um, primary point of it. In my case, the sharing of it is just like singing in the shower. It just wants to sing. So mm -hmm. yeah. okay. it wasn't healthy to keep having uh, uh, ideas about outcomes. Yeah, my yeah, job but, is just share, and there you go. Yeah, but we are here trying to listening, listen to you singing in the shower because you yes. like your songs. Yeah, because I'm used to the emperor having no clothes. <laughs> you're always you're always invited to me taking a shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This thing has some effects. People here, if you stay after the meeting, maybe there'll be some people here. I don't know about today. But yeah, listen to other people who've been coming in these Zooms. They'll uh, describe a lot of effects, yeah, by just going to these Zooms. That's great. To me, I just, 
the song is directed at, you know, whatever. I'm not really expecting anyone to hear it, really. But isn't that a way like the what you are not is 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 trying to learn that it's not what what it thinks it is? Oh, that could that happens for a while, but you get you know you get uh, burnt out around that also. Yeah, that's a phase that goes on. The head will keep trying to get something from it, but then you realize it does realize and simmers down when it gets a clarity that it's not getting shit. Yeah. There is an expiration date. There was with me, so I'm expecting there'll be with others. There was. They had to hang out, hung on for a long time, thinking there was still going to be something, even though I'm going to get nothing, I'm going to be getting something. I know it, but then it hit, it hit the dry wall of reality and... Uh, <laughs> it's like a dog who wants to go out they get excited uh and now the dog uh <laughs> doesn't want to go to the meeting but goes anyway <laughs> it's not excited going to the meeting <laughs> i mean unless you like uh different strains of emptiness <laughs> it's basically empty of anything happening for an hour and a half or something. Yeah. Put my hand in it. It's got to be something. No. Oh. Yeah. So if that I never had an experience end. like it. If that, that, that comes to an end, the action figure being reprogrammed. Yes, definitely. Um, it doesn't get reprogrammed. It doesn't, uh, the programming comes to an end. I, I don't need, I don't know if there needs to be a substitute. It just, it's like a tributary that runs out and uh, you don't make another tributary. It just runs out almost, you know what I mean? Mm. Like water moving and then it doesn't get any reinforcement and it just putters out. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel more about it. They have their, they're like deep mental grooves, like in, Hinduism, they call them some scars, right? I'm not trying to capture them perfectly as some scars, but I like the term uh, deep mental groove. These grooves, like this idea of I'm going to get something, yeah, has some momentum and it can go far, but it runs out. Yeah, it does. I hope. I mean, to me, like I got struck sober in this life and I learned something from that experience over time that I could be convinced. I had no idea I could be convinced, but I was convinced that I was fucked. I was, and, uh, and I wasn't managerial quality. And then life brought me to my first meeting that night after the morning event, conspired to get me to a meeting. And then I was introduced to a way of life that allowed that thing that probably would have been temporary, that idea to extend for 33 years, pretty cool. But over that time, I realized I was convinced that I was not managerial quality. It doesn't come up for debate every six months, just like that. It was like that tributary entry. No, there was no like magnetic attraction pulling more water up it. It was done. And that means the water goes somewhere else, which is 
right? And I think that water enriched my life a lot more than it was in that tributary. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that are drying up for people. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, there's a whole lot of giving attention and interest away all day. Yes. To the, and it's fine because it's an infinite amount, but it's really nice when a lot of those, uh, some of those uh, uh, habitual ways get dismissed and then you just rest in the interest and attention. It's not going anywhere. The things, you know, like enlightenment or nirvana, it's just here, you know, you're just here, like completely here. Yeah, that's pretty good, I feel, yeah. So, yeah, I feel there's a lot of power in satsang. I do, more than I can imagine. And I've seen it play out in Zoom. I didn't think Zoom would be a good conductor of anything, but it's done its, doing its job and people are having wonderful experiences. Who am I to argue? Yeah, all right. If, you, if, it's, if, if it's working, coming to see Paul, I would keep coming to see Paul. <laughs> That's a, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you're not forcing us to come. We are coming of our own will. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel there's, a, there's been a movement in all this Zoom. It has. I've watched it. I like it. Yeah. So you're saying that we just have to be struck so bad yeah. like you are. So you're saying no, that we just... Saying that. No, because your condition, your inherent condition, if it was ever an event, it was an event long, long, long time ago. <laughs> I don't see it as an event. You are that, see? I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't a drug addict. I was captured by drug addiction. Yeah. So that could stop. And then something that was always there became available. But that which is always there doesn't stop. Yeah, it's always available. So it's a different, it's a different beast altogether, I feel. Yeah. And we're here for, uh, you know, however it is, everyone that's at this Zoom is here. Yeah, we're participating, you, me, everyone. And I think that participation produces an effect. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy to see you, Satish. And I, 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 I uh, yeah, I just like seeing you travel lighter. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Testimony wise. Oh, testimony here. Testimony is just said we are talking about the plan the plan for pause Oh. What? Oh, oh you can hold it. I'll point at me but talking. Yeah, that's a mic. So testimony with action Topic about keep coming back, you know, if you're coming down. To see it about 10 years, you know, and uh, it, I've been traveling lighter, you know, I'm, I'm in less problem to being here, right? You no know, big deal, you know. Yeah. And that 10 years ago, it was not like that. I was me, you know, there was this, this person coming, 
you're you get better. You know, this happen? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like and so I just it's a testimony that it, it does seem to take place. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and so. Yeah. And the thing is, the I don't know is so beautiful because one of the main drives of the mental state is trying to know shit. So you know you're onto something where you're, it's cool not knowing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just feeling better. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. I can't or... Oh, jump in, Jill. Yes. Hi, I'm so excited. I happen to be on a WhatsApp group and I go, oh my God, is that Paul like live? And I used to go to Zen Bitch Slap and um, always listen to your stuff. And I, you know, it's been years. And so I'm so excited. <laughs> um, this is real exciting. So yeah, I was not struck sober, boy. I had more of the, uh, you know, but Bill Wilson was. I think Bob, um, Dr. Bob had that, uh, said it took him two years of obsession, yeah. but he never drank. You know, that was more like me. But my question for you is, so I've been sober 20 years. I'm just so excited. Just, I'm so excited. Anyway, um, makes me want to go back to Zen Bitch Slap and catch up with you. Um, so this is probably a really basic question. So, you know, my, I don't know if you want to call it disease, my it always is looking for something to fill it. And um, lately it's been, I, I joined SLAA, which is Sex and Love Addicts Addiction, where it's a person I get obsessed with and I have the hardest time detaching from my story. I, it's insanity really. And um, do you have any thoughts on that? But, um, you know, I- Yeah, I, I think uh, that's why uh, <laughs> that condition spawned SLAA. <laughs> yeah it spawned slaa sex and love addicts. right yeah and if uh do you have a like a working sponsor at the time yes uh-huh. yeah so you engage with that and if it gets too much the skillful means the serenity prayer help others do that yes all those things right. and then all the while, you can combine that with listening to Zen Bitch Slap, and you know, that will bring you to Rule 62, and you won't be taking yourself so seriously, which really makes a huge difference. That does. Eh? Yeah. Right. But while, yeah. while you're up the ass of self, you need a divine proctologist, you know? <laughs> Pull you out, and then you got you're another right. up. But yeah. So. Yeah, my proctology days are over, I think. <laughs> I just wait for you to come out of the ass. <laughs> I'm not going up there saving anyone anymore. That's over. <laughs> I don't have long enough gloves to get some of them away up there. <laughs> right. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, this is the... That's the essence of the problem in the SLAA. The obsession goes on to a person. Yeah. So you, instead of the alcohol, the drugs, you're upset or money, you're obsessed with a person. Yeah. But the, the same, the steps are the same. The principles are the same. But it's always nice to have some kind of connection with others going through it. And so you have the community of SLAA. 
right. who are, you know, those people are intimately familiar with what you are. And so that's helpful. Yeah. And then just come yeah. to Zen Bitch Slap and we'll, uh, we'll slap the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Slap it. <laughs> What's it called? Why was it? Whip it. Whip it good. Slap it. No, I don't want to say whip it good. That could be part of SLAA. But we don't want to go there. But let's go stay with the, and the slapping could also. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have an experience. I had one experience of obsessing over one woman in my life uh, where I felt I had like celestial experiences when I went horizontal with her. So I got addicted to that experience and she wasn't even very nice person, but I wanted that experience and I would do a lot to get that experience. And uh, I didn't know what to do to get out of it. So I went on a round the world trip, I did. And I remember I'd be trying to call her from Turkey and the coins were just getting eaten up by the, and I was so pissed because I wanted to re-engage you know, like an addict. I was like, and then putting more coins in and they're cutting off. And I thought, well, that's not working. And then I got home and almost nothing seemed to work. And then it just faded out over time, thank God. And now I have an empathy for where you come from because I had that experience. Yes? But thank God it was only one, one I person. Know. I get attacked and then I'm, I'm in it one more time. And I go, God, Jill. I don't want to have relationships like that. Well, let's not go. Don't, you know, don't bring out the fucking punishing stick. Just, yeah. Know that whatever you've been through can be put to good use if you just surrender it, eh? That's yeah. when, you're, when you're outmatched, surrender is the key. You just admit you're outmatched, yeah? I can't stop calling this person. Instead of saying, I've got to stop calling them, I can't stop calling them and ask for help, and the help shows up. I like that. What? Yeah. 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 I, I always like see if the dilemma is powerlessness, which means we're in a powerless state, but we assume we have power, then it's, it's good to admit that we're in a powerless state, like we're outmatched. Like this, this little uh, groove dominates you. So you don't have it, it has you. So with that powerless position, surrender is the key and you can make up whatever you're surrendering to, nothing or a higher power. And then, uh, and even if the higher power is an aspect of you, it's not carrying as much luggage as the you aspect that you have. <laughs> so you make it a higher power and it can do for you what you can't do for you and ask it to, hey, when you catch it in your head, bring it to what we call step six and seven. Say, hey, um, there's an obsession over this person. I'm entirely ready for it to be reconfigured. And I ask that power to do it. That's the work, six and seven. Yeah. Offer it up. Reconfigure. I love the word reconfigure. And then I love about just, I read that somewhere. It didn't make sense to me. Instead of saying, I can't stop, um, or I need to stop calling him, saying, I can't stop calling him. I mean, that's, 
There's no, that's right. Head, but well, that's the, that's I at least you're telling that. the truth. You can't stop. Right. It's not like I gotta stop. Yeah, that sounds maybe, but you can't. Let's you you you're rushing way ahead of yourself. I gotta stop because you're powerless. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Get the right diagnosis, honey. Yeah. Come back to Zen bit slap. Take five slaps. I'm so take five do slaps. Do you have this every Saturday, or do I just look for? Just go to zenbitchslap.com and go to okay. events. It has all the talks okay. there. Okay, I'm so excited. Zenbitchslap.com. Yes. Okay. And while you're there, this shirts and uh, da, da. <laughs> you can do all your Christmas shopping. <laughs> Hey, I have a book you may be interested in, though, really, Under Arrest. It's about the 12 steps from, from uh, this kind of view. I, re I would recommend that book, Under Arrest. It's applicable to SLAA. Yes. All right, we got to go, honey. Stay in touch. Bye-bye. Eh? Bye-bye. Hey, let's end, eh, bro? These people are dying. Uh, they're sitting here. They may not be. Yes, yeah, so say goodbye to everyone. Yes. First of all, let me say hello to everyone here. Mike, thank you for that testimony. Chris, always. Yes, Taj, Taj. I always say Taj. Honey, I forgot your name already. Josie. Josie. Okay. Oh, Josie. All right, nice. We got John. I used to call him John of God, but that's not a good uh, statement anymore. John. Yeah, on its own. We got Mike and Z, my main man, yes. All right, nice to see Satish, Jill and Tahoe. Tahoe, yes. Kenneth from Vancouver. Mike from the, the horizontal position, Mike C. Nice to see you, Mike. Glenda O'Driscoll, yes. The whole emphasis of that word is great. It could be Glenda Driscoll, but no, it's Glenda O. Driscoll. Yeah, that's very nice. We got Janine Freedom. That's cool. Yes. We got Mike Hunter. It looks like Linda, but hey. All right, Mike. You, you want to be called Mike now? Mike Hunter? <laughs> we got Roman from Germany. Roman, thank you for your continued financial support it's helping me survive this, whatever. Tommy, as always, this is the color Tommy has. Oh, it just it blinked. Tommy's alive. Tommy's alive. We got Gio from Brazil. There he is. Nice to see you, Gio. Hawaiian Poe has been quiet for a while. It's okay. We got Judith. Oh, there's Judith. Judith's looking very nice. 
Oh, thank you. Nice to see you, Judith. I'm not hearing you, Paul. Nice to see you. Thank you so much. It's like my heart speaking to itself. Oh, good. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Um, the clarity that I hear is just clear as a doorbell and um, and the serenity. Oh, my God. Hearing, knowing that nothing that I have nothing to do to become or to get is amazing. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Yes, thank you. The joy is, yeah. Yes, thank you, honey. We got Stefan on having never left. Yeah, we got Elaine and Carl. Yes, nice to see you too. We got Ben Clark, the poet laureate. He's up, he's up and about, wow. Uh, let me see. We got Chris G. Nice to see you, Chris. Johannes from Germany. We got Mickey from Madeira. I can't see you, but uh, let's see. We got oh, Vlad. Nice to see you, Vlad. Back in Portugal. Yes, oh. yes I'm in Portugal. It's, uh, it's nice already late. I'm in bed. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, Vlad. Thank you. We got. Callan, C-A-L-I-N, nice to see you, Callan. We got Atara. Are you, a, a, this your first time, Atara? Um, this is my second time. Oh, good. And Callan, when you've, oh, there's, Callan's got a little daughter. There she is. <laughs> yes, she's my daughter. I'm from uh, Romania. You where? Uh, Romania. Oh, Romania. Oh, nice. Nice to meet you. I wish Hi, we I'm had Maria here. I'm, I'm just a bit shy. I'm a bit shy. <laughs> I've been watching your videos uh, for a long time. Oh, great. Um, I'm happy you came. Nice to meet you. I wanted to join just, just to be oh. here. Oh, good, good, good. Thank you. Yes, that makes my day. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, we got Deborah and Andre, phone numbers. I think that's it. Or did he move another square? Oh, we, oh Gary C is there. I now see Mickey, Kenneth, everyone. Nice, nice. Thank you. It was a nice day. I'm happy we uh, spent it together. Glenda O'Driscoll, all's well? Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah, you want to take over? Bye. Thank you. Oh, Thank oh, you, Mike. Pass, let's pass the basket. Hey, don't want to move in the Zoom. That's the basket. <laughs> right behind John, oh. there's a basket. Chris will run. Let's keep an eye out. And if you like, we're going to go have a coffee or whatever at uh, the firehouse.